gentlemen, we are back here. Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean. We're talking about Prince. And I wanted to talk about the, there's a new, unlike, uh, like the new Prince book that's coming out, there's also a book by Morris Day that'll be coming out very soon. It's called uh, On Time, A Princely Life in Funk. Um, actually, when is this coming out? October 8th. So it's only a few weeks away from from recording of this. Uh, and I'm excited for this book as well. Uh, love to hear Morris's story from Morris. Um, so I'm all ready for this book. Uh, very interesting that um, I want to talk a little bit about this book. Uh, there is a review out already for this book. I'm going to find it here. It's Publishers Weekly. Uh, so you, you take those reviews as you... <laughs> with a grain of salt. A lot of times you'll, you'll notice new books, they'll have a blurb from Publisher Weekly, like an excerpt from a review. But you had to ask yourself, how did they have an excerpt, excerpt of the review for this book and the book just came out today? How was it printed on the book? Well, they obviously they give the book or a version of, to, the, of, to Publisher Weekly before the book is released to put that blurb on the book. So obviously they ain't going to put nothing bad on that. <laughs> Why would they put the bad review on their book? Right? So you take that, the reviews is a grain of salt, but I, I wanted to read the review nonetheless. And we'll talk about the book a little bit. Uh, so it says uh, in this entertaining memoir, musician day tells of his career and his friendship with his musical mentor, Prince interweaving quote, the voice I'm hearing of Prince quote within the narrative at times to a distracting effect. Day writes of growing up in 1960s Illinois before he and his mother and his siblings moved to Minneapolis to escape his abusive stepfather. There, he met a 15-year-old guitarist named Prince and formed a funk band called Grand Central. Prince landed a recording deal on his own in 1978, and three years later, Day formed the time. Competitive tensions mounted, as Day recalls wanting Prince to hear that we weren't just funky, but so goddamn funky that he'd have to think twice about how to outfunk us. Day appeared in Prince's film Purple Rain, but then had a falling out that lasted until just before Prince's death. Uh, since, and this is a quote, since Prince and I both believed in Jesus, you'd think a come to Jesus meeting would have been easy. Day candidly shares his descent into drug abuse and his pandering. The higher I got, the more adoration I crave, and writes honestly about Prince's desire to control him and his musical career. Fans of Prince and the time will be thrilled with this insider view. Um, so, so a pretty good review, right? Um, definitely want to hear more or you know get into the book um i'm kind of confused by something he said they had a falling out that lasted till just before his death and i'm like but they did graffiti bridge in 1990 they did so i'm just kind of confused because it seems it seems like morris is painting that narrative uh more so than the, the writer so i'm kind of confused by that statement well, this is a review. This is a person who read the book's opinion of what they read. So, 
um, know how factual that is. Now I will say there are chapters in this book called uh, Graffiti or Corporate World, which was the album that Prince and Morris, and I believe Jerome was involved, were working on before it you know morphed into the Pandemonium album. So there's a whole chapter in there. There's a chapter of Graffiti Bridge in there. So maybe the the falling out. From my understanding, they had that initial fallout. And who's to say how cool or whatever, you know, brothers come back together and, and, and let's get back to work type of thing many years later. Uh, and maybe something else may have kind of happened after Graffiti Bridge. I don't know. Um, but that coming to Jesus part, there is a chapter called the Come to Jesus Talk, which I think is when Prince and Morris get back together a few months before, you know, he's passing or whatever. And also the reviewer mentioned that Morris said he had, um, you know, pharmaceutical issues too. Mm. Uh, and unfortunately, again, I don't, I can't speak as to the timeline, but we don't know how long that was a part of his life. We don't know that until we read the book. So sure maybe that exactly. can have something to do with it as well. Right. Wasn't it, what was the was the Prince line in uh, Old Friends for Sale that a lot of people were saying he was low key talking about Morris something cocaine or something? I should know this. <laughs> so should I. <laughs> nah, nah, I, gotta, I don't know. Oh, he don't. Oh, Mike don't know the lyrics but verbatim. He ain't a real fan. Stop. Do have a thing called life. But uh, let me find these lyrics before they persecute me. Don't tell me they cut that part out of certain versions of the song. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see. Which, I'm looking at the lyrics now. I'm trying to find what it. you're talking about. There's a line that says, "Cocaine becomes something." They may have. That, that may be on the unreleased version or something. That's very interesting. Now that I'm, because that's why that song was so cold. Like he was really <laughs> going in. Here we go. Here we go. Unreleased version. Cocaine becomes charming. There you go. But you don't. But you talk about things you don't know. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. And uptown. That's heavy, man. Go I gotta get this. Uh, this in the second verse says the sun in my, the sun set in my heart this afternoon, for two friends of mine got stuck in the snow. Jimmy Jam. And up. Whoa. Yeah. He's going in on that song. <laughs> Hold up! It says on the verse I see it says the sun set in my heart this evening because an old friend of mine got lost in the jive. Little did she know when you're stuck in the snow, nobody gets out alive. There's a lot changed. Yeah. That's the released version. That's yeah. the clean version. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, man. That's so. Yeah. Wow. So, Go ahead. So Prince invented the uh, diss track. It was at least wow. spitting. This is the realest shit I ever wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's why that song was so cold at the time. It's like, I guess he was like, yeah, let, wow. me, let me let these brothers breathe. I'm not going to, I don't put that energy out there like that. Watch out. They'll kiss you until they get what you got. Mm. Wow. Now that was something they can put on that special edition of Parade. Yeah. Yeah, they can definitely do that. Yep. That's definitely something they can put. But um, yeah, so getting back to more. So yeah, he yeah, um, I guess he's gonna talk about that in the book. Um 
Now, actually, there are some preview pages of the book posted on Amazon, actually. And I wanted to read a little bit of the prelude to the book because it sets up another interesting thing about this book. Uh, so let me read a little bit of this. Uh, it says, Prince is the first word in this book. I place him first because he's my biggest influence, the person who most powerfully shaped my musical life. He is also first because of our brotherhood. Our bond was something else. It began strong and even got stronger. Then strong changed to strange and strange turned to strained. Yet the bond never broke. I'm also putting Prince first because though he's gone, he's still here. I still hear his voice in my head. I can't write this book without his voice. And rather than keep that voice to myself, I'm going to share it with you. I have no choice. Anything else would be cheating Prince. He wants to be heard. I'm no, I'm, I'm no mystic. I'm not saying that I have the power of telepathy or can communicate with souls on the other side. I don't and I can't. But I swear on my sacred pearl white DW drum set that every time I sit down and start telling my story, I hear this motherfucker whispering in my ear. He won't leave me alone. Won't be quiet. Won't be left out of this trip. So I'm taking him along. I'm letting him in. Gonna let you hear the voice that I'm hearing. I'm hearing him say, good decision, bro. I'll tell you why. Most folks are more interested in reading about me than you. Now I'm going to stop there because it starts, wow. to, starts to go into this back. And, it starts to go into this back and forth conversation. <laughs> Suppose a conversation between Prince ghost Prince, I guess a, a, a force force ghost Prince <laughs> and Morris day. And I'll leave that for when you read the book, but suffice to say that this book is being told by Morris day with commentary from Prince, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess a ghost prince talking to Morris. I th that's a very fascinating, to me, it's fascinating way to run the narrative of this Morris Day book, which I assume this was Morris's idea. That's crazy. But uh, this is a little sorry. out there. So I, I wouldn't expect there. Morris to be, uh, you know, super player <laughs> pimp to be on some spiritual metaphysical <laughs> stuff. Like, huh? But hey, I'm all I'm here for it. But uh, and the, go ahead. And the fact that he said they want to hear more about me than you, and he wrote that, I'm like, wow, that that's that's humbling. And he, you know, because I know I know uh, Morris has to really think about his career and the songs he's put out, and to 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 really say that and you know and admit that in the book, that's that's like, wow. Yeah. Um. Now, see, now I'm now I'm first certain probably sure and maybe there is even a sample in here that i don't know that morris ain't reading this audiobook <laughs> <laughs> okay don't be out why you say that well because what's he gonna do well see i promised to tell you prince uh hold up uh, i'm still i'm still nervous morris about the whole set was he i can't i wouldn't be able to handle morris flipping his voice into it just would be it would break the image i have of <laughs> I was like, is this nigga crazy? Like, what is he doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if a dude just pulled up, if it was your your man, you like, oh man, you Morris Day, you dog, oh, okay, yeah, good to meet you, bro. And then he pulled out a puppet, a prince, and started doing ventriloquism. Well, this is Prince right here. 
Oh, hi there. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> My name, is this nigga on? Are you still on the call? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I'm just clowning. I don't know. That would, that, I don't know. That would be a little much. I, I, I just don't see him doing that. But it's an interesting to read it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're reading this here, I'm like, okay. This is very interesting. He's making ghost prints a part of the book. You know what I'm saying? And he, he like, here, I'll, th- th- I'll read this one little part. <clears throat> uh, he's, uh, I'm going to, he here's Morris. I'm going to give you your props and not just because I got your spirit breathing down my neck as I write this book. Going to give you your props because you deserve them. You done, you done changed up the game. You sculpted a sound. You formed a musical universe. I'm lucky to have slipped into that universe. I believe I've been in your ear ever since you chased me down to get in my band. Hell, man, you asked me in. You hustled your way in. I had the chops to kick your drummer's ass. That's how I got in. Point is, bro, I let you in. Ain't no disputing that. Who's disputing? These days before my show starts, I put your pretty face up on the big screen. Then I tell the crowd how we miss you, how we love you, how you're the founding father. But what else are you going to say about me in this book? That that we're brothers, always have been, always will be. I'm the one cat who wasn't scared to tell you what I thought. And in this book, that won't change. Going to be true to you, but also true to me. And if I'm not mistaken, I do believe that's why you kept me around. I said what was on my mind, whether you liked it or not. Remember when you played When Doves Cry? Yes, indeed. You said, don't play me nothing unless it's funky. And if you do, put on that... And if you put out that Dove song, put some bass on it. Right. Wasn't trying to kiss your ass. Others may have done that, but not me. You didn't kiss my ass. But when it came to Dove, you had your head up your ass. Was my first number one pop single. So. That's a little bit of. Okay. (laughs) This needs to be a movie. (laughs) I need to see this. Let, let Morris fuck around and do like a one man Broadway show. <laughs> I'd be there. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to go check that out myself. <laughs> uh, that this is bold as hell. I mean, because I people people read this are probably gonna think this dude is crazy. <laughs> and the thing of it is, is like he's having these detailed conversations. All right. It makes me think about it is it's like he's had he's probably had these conversations, I wanna say, not since Prince died, but before Prince died mm. with himself. Wow. Yeah, that's the first and so you know, scrolling through some of the book pages that are on here, the majority of it is Morse talking, but you do see the Prince uh at uh script throughout some of this. So it's going to be a very interesting read for sure. Damn, uh, I would some love, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, damn, I would love at the next celebration. He, he just read a, that excerpt or some of the excerpts <laughs> of him. His prints. That would, that would sell out target center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some good stuff in here. I mean, the sample pages, it talks about the Rolling Stone, you know, uh, concert where he got booed off the stage, you know, from Morris's perspective, he was there. Uh, the looks like the meeting with Alexander O'Neill. Uh, 
Oh wow! The, the uh, making of the first time album. Um, there's something in here that it's, I think I can find it at the moment. But Morris uh, was saying that he played drums on. Was it the song "Controversy" or another song? Yeah, he mentioned "Controversy." I, I want to say, I, I want to say it was "Let's Work." I read read that. Yeah, and then you know he talks about when they went to go and record the first time album. Uh, so a lot of good stuff in here. Um, I can't wait to read. It's going to be great. I know I could, there... I could. I could already see one of the other prodigies. I could have did my book that way, but not. I'm still clown. <laughs> Is there any <laughs> interview where Morris actually talked about a when Jimmy and Terry left the band and b when it broke up? I don't remember. I don't recall seeing that. You talking about interviews? Yeah. Well, I know there was that documentary that was in the, uh, the, in the last, original seven. Original thing? seven. I think they go into that for but sure. That was really the only time he did it, though, right? Mm, I, I want to say he spoke about this before. At least I know Jesse and have. Oh, Jesse! No, Jesse definitely did. But I, I don't recall hearing it from Morris's uh, perspective, and I, I'm definitely interested in that. Yeah, it's, a, it's gonna be a good book. I, and this is like this is like I'm saying. Like, I hope it opens the door for some of the other cats, like Andre, Jesse, uh, for them cats to put their stories out there, man. You know, put their book out. Because that's the kind of people I want. That's I mean, for me personally, that's who I want to hear hear from the cats who actually had the instruments in their hand and was on stage been getting it pop you know was in the studio so I'm, I'm i'm all i'm all ready for this man it's a long time coming so I'm, like i said i'll clown a little bit but salute to morris man I'm, I'm i'm this is day one and it's crazy that we're getting a book by both prince and morris in the same month but i love it i would have loved to have been at that meeting when they sat down with uh the time, including Alexander, and Alexander shot his mouth off. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander was on; he was on his. I know my worth. Okay, go somewhere else. <laughs> and he did, but no, nah, but yeah, I mean, you know, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I can't even see the time with. I can't even no. picture it no. with Alex. No, anyways, no. I, I know people. I know they, a lot of people say that Prince gave the Morris persona, but I, I really believe Morris put into that as well. And, and Alexander O'Neill definitely wouldn't have got that. Plus, I think that the the time you know was better with Morris. Like they they were a family until they weren't a family. You know, I can't I can't imagine Morris being on the drums and Alex being up front. I just can't see that. No. Yeah, it would be it would be a whole different thing. A whole different vibe. A whole different thing. And the closest since Jimmy and Terry are the common denominators here the closest they got to that with alex is the hearsay album and it's just not the same thing yeah no, no. not to say alex wasn't good alex had his moments believe me oh, alex, yeah. when he's being produced by jimmy and terry he's great when he's not produced by jimmy and terry I remember, and you know, Purple Family, I should have listened to it when we had uh, Jill on the Purple Rain Minute and she was talking about 
how they were touring and some of the ladies would go chill with Morris because he was a little bit better to be around. I'm not, she didn't intimate that they were sleeping with him, but they, they, he was chilling with him. I hope Morris discusses that as well. There is a, even in the sample pages, they talk about uh, some parties that they, the tie would have and versus Prince's revolution parties. And eventually Prince started coming to their parties, but, but, <laughs> but people wasn't like, you know, Jock and Prince, like he may have thought they were supposed to. It's like, oh, what's up, homie? They weren't like, you know, oh, it's it's friends. Like, I didn't want to have a seat and get a drink, man. Sit down. I want to sit down, man. (laughs) But no, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be some good stuff. Here, I'll read one last little part. We'll move on. It says, uh, the Controversy album, Prince's fourth and three years included some political songs and a few anti-Reagan riffs. But the big hit was Doomy Baby a straight out sex plea word is that the song was really written by Andre Simone, not Prince. I don't know for sure. All I do know is that Andre, one of the world's great guys had a falling out with Prince that took me by surprise. It was Prince and Andre who had started together in grand central. Like me, Andre was one of Prince's closest collaborators. Plus Andre was an easygoing cat. I didn't get in the middle of it. Bottom line, was, bottom line was that by the start of the controversy tour, Andre was no longer playing bass in Prince's band. Andre would go on to make great albums on his own, plus huge hits with former Shalimar singer Jody Watley, who was then his wife. Staying cool with Prince, no matter how far you went back with him, wasn't easy. And then the ghost princess, any easier than staying cool with cats making claims on songs I'd written? I'd written so many songs that it's easy for someone to come around and say, oh, yeah, that's my melody or, oh, yeah, that's my hook. Oh, my God. This, this, <laughs> this is going to be crazy. Okay, I'm going to say something I, the, totally the, I hope crazy. The, I hope the org has their, uh, you know, their, their servers on point because they're they going to go wild on this shit. But go ahead. It's like, I'm going to say something totally crazy. Fuck that Ava DuVernay documentary. I want this as a series. <laughs> <laughs> Just interpreting this. <laughs> Boris Day trying to make this book and and uh, Ghost Prince talking in his ear. Oh my god! First day dollars. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. Very interesting, man. Uh, uh, oh, the, to finish that last little paragraph, Morris comes back and says, "I don't know how it went down between you and Andre. Don't know how many of Andre's bass lines wound up as essential compositions or essential components to your composition." Mm. Now, to be fair, um, to be fair, uh, this wouldn't be the first person that said that they got uncredited. They didn't get credited for their writing when Prince's music, just like if and I'll go to the new school, just like with Dr. Dre. Uh, A lot of his stuff, he's credited as the sole producer, even though other people worked up on it. So. You know, Purple Family, The Org, Housequake. Y'all got to get out your feelings on this. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, hey, we will see. We will see. But shout out to all them cats, man. They all legends. Did the damn thing. All right. Any other last words on this? Morris Day book, man, it's coming out. Uh, I hope this has a renaissance for, for Morris. I don't know about musically, but definitely... It, 
I'm just saying, like, you say, oh, one-man Broadway show, something, because this sounds hilarious, crazy, but just damn entertaining. I don't think you could do a one-man tour because just the nature of it sounds very emotionally draining. But I'm not saying he couldn't do it on, like, a standalone platform, like on a Netflix or Amazon or something like that, because we'll definitely, you know, put butts in the seats, I'll tell you that. You know what I could see easily? I could see a BT movie. Oh no. <laughs> After this. Oh yeah, man. Like a, a be like the new, new edition. New edition thing, you know, multi Bobby, Bobby Brown. I could see the, the Morris Day thing. You know, it would sort of lessen the blow of them having to cast a prince. So you just you only showed him from the back or you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they didn't yeah, have yeah. To, to get to, to deal with that, but you could you could cast a Morris Day. And he's got quite the story, and everybody—he's you know—he's a household name in in the culture. Okay, well, Tyler Perry, please get on it. <laughs> no, nah, I mean because he's working with BT. No, because he's working with BT. So I'm like, get on it, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just to have no idea, cameo, and we're all right. Wow. Hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a nice deleted scene, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's the password? <laughs> anyway. Give me a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see that movie. You could, I can see the, the Morris Days. You know, what time is it? Or cool. Let's, you know, be all over BT. But anyway. All right. So there you go. Uh, yeah, leave a comment down below. Let us know what you think. Um, we're about to get up out of here. Big Sexy, where can they find you online? Facebook. Mark Wiggins, and thanks everyone for the good wishes uh, I, I received about my cat getting better. Thank you all very much. Uh, Instagram, Mark Wiggins, too. And Twitter, WSE Mark. All right, and Pooh. Find me on Facebook. Oh, not Facebook. Uh, I don't want y'all following me. I, don't, I only need 400 <laughs> friends, and that's it. Some of y'all crazy. Stop sending me them goddamn unsolicited friend requests, by the way. Anyway, uh, Stop. Instagram, Stop. <laughs> Instagram, and Twitter at Ampu, and uh, that's that's what you got for me from now. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please check out uh, podcastjuice.net, and I believe there is a link on there that says gear, and I'll put this in the show notes. People were asking about you know the the logo and if we have t-shirts and stuff. Yes, we do have t-shirts, hoodies, and all that good stuff that you can get. Um, so I'll put all the links below. Uh, Please check out our Patreon page, become a member. And as I always say, work it like a job. We'll see you next time.
Take your time. 